Hello, and welcome to the Wild and Free Mamas podcast. We are your hosts and trip leaders, Morgan and Sarah. We're here to bring you stories of courage, boldness, adventure, and hope. And we hope they inspire us all to live braver lives devoted to Jesus. Hello, and welcome to the Wild and Free Mamas podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Morgan. We're so glad you're here. We missed you guys earlier this month. We meant to put out a podcast episode, but one thing happened and then another thing happened and then we just weren't able to get on here and chat with y'all. And so Sarah and I just wanted to hop on here real fast and say we love you guys and we miss you and talk for just a few minutes right here at the end of one year and the beginning of the next. I cannot believe we're starting 2024. Can you, Sarah? No, but I love this time of year to reflect on the past year and get excited about the next year. I don't That's know. That's right. You're you're so nostalgic. I, I love that about you. Like you take the, the beginning of fall, you become super nostalgic. The beginning <laughs> of a new year, you become – it's like the end of one thing, the start of the next. You go straight into nostalgia season. I love I that. Do. So, okay. Let's stick with that for a minute. What okay. was one of your favorite moments from 2023? You can do oh. a personal one, a Wild and Free Mamas one both, whatever you oh, feel like. man. It was such a good year. I've got so many. Um, let me think of a Wild and Free Mama one. Um, honestly, what I've really loved, this probably isn't a moment, so I'm not even going to answer the question <laughs> correctly, but um, the, the new women that God has brought to us, to our community this year, have blessed me so much. Um, I just think like hearing – I mean, I love all of our women. Don't get me wrong, but – <laughs> the new women that God has brought us and just hearing their stories and how they've our community has embraced them that's been really special this year. I agree. Yeah, we heard some really hard stories around the campfire this year and um what I love about Wild and Free Mamas is that sin doesn't surprise us. Um sin doesn't surprise any of the women who come on these trips because we would rather be vulnerable and share the truth than hide behind our pretty faces and stay alone in our brokenness. And I feel like that's the whole culture. That's not you and me. That's the culture of Wild and Free Mamas. And it is. I love that so much. Yeah, me too. What about you? What's been one of your favorite moments? Oh gosh, so many. Um, I, you guys know I'm an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> so the, um, the, the standout moment to me is again, rappelling down the waterfall. Um, we did that last year. We did that in 2023. And uh, it's just one of the most exhilarating moments um, that I have experienced. But I really loved our horseback riding trip this year because it was just a different kind of adventure. It was not high adrenaline. It was not um, – it was not like really – anything to write home about, but the moments that we had out there in the woods, on the horses, watching sunset, they were just really sweet and tender moments. And that's not typically what I get on a Wild and Free Mama adventure. And so I really loved that, that it was different. Yeah. And I will say those campfire times on that trip were incredibly special. They were magical. So powerful the way the Lord met us. I don't know. I know like if you haven't been on a trip, that's probably like super vague, but you just have to come and experience it. Experience God. I like the way you say vague. Do I say I it say, wrong? I say vague. You say vague. Because you're from Pennsylvania. Because <laughs> I'm a Yankee. You're a Yankee at heart, but it's okay. You're in the South now. 
Hey, so what about 2024? Is there anything in particular that you're super excited about? Yes, I am super excited about our team this year. I'm really excited about our trip leaders and how um, they're just going to be taking on more responsibility. And you and I are going to be stepping back a little bit and giving them the opportunity to lead and grow. And I'm just excited to have other women help carry the burden of this ministry. I say burden, not in a bad way, but, you know, carry the, carry this ministry. I think I'm very excited for that. I am. So what about you? Yeah, no, I have the same answer. I, y'all, we have, this is very exciting and also terrifying, but mostly exciting <laughs> for the first time ever in 2024, Sarah and I will not be on a trip. Mm-hmm. Our leaders that we've been training are going to lead a wild and free mama's trip without me and Sarah. And I am really nervous, but also crazy excited about that. So excited. It's just going to be a whole new chapter of wild and free mamas. And I'm super excited about it. Y'all so. sign up for that trip because these women are amazing and they, you're going to have a great time with them. So they are, we'll, we'll, we'll talk tell you which one it is. Yeah. <laughs> going to be awesome. So as we're looking to the next year, I always – neither of us like resolutions, right? You don't <laughs> want the resolutions. No. Resolutions are a quick way to fail. Yeah. They just are. And they're just – I don't – they're a little <laughs> self-helpy. Okay. Okay. But like if you like resolutions, it's great. We oh, yes, are sorry. so happy for you. Totally no, it's because we're <laughs> bad at them. It's not because they're bad in theory. It's that we're bad at them personally. <laughs> yes. No self-discipline here. I'm just kidding. No, resolutions resolutions are great. Um, I think that what's more important is that they're leading us to the heart of the Father because that's where true change happens. And so um, instead of like thinking about resolutions, I like to think about healthy rhythms, like things that we can implement into our week and into our days that lead towards being a healthy individual, not just spiritually, but just healthy. So. Some of mine are um, we make date night a priority. That's part of our rhythm of life. Um, do you do that every week? Do you do a date every week? Uh, not every week, but definitely several times a month. That's awesome. Yeah. We have a list of amazing sitters, and we've just really been blessed in that way, and we just make that a priority. I love that. I need yeah. to be better about that. Or I will say, okay getting sidetracked here. But if that is not possible for you, I encourage you to just be intentional about a date night in. Put the kids to bed, cook dinner together, sit outside, play a game. Like sometimes, and maybe you are, that's like your normal life. Um, But if we're not careful, like we'll just put the kids to bed and we'll just zone out reading a book, watching a show. But if we're like, hey, we're going to have a date night in, then we're intentional with each other. So yeah, that was a free. That. It wasn't in my notes. That's for free. Oh, look at that. <laughs> just for free. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> You're welcome. So generous. <laughs> so we make church a priority, small groups, um, and then I've been cold plunging, Morgan. I'm sorry. What? I know. You hate the cold. You hate you like we, guys. We don't plan winter wild and free mama's <laughs> trips because Sarah hates being cold. I hate it so How much. Is it possible? Tell me everything. I don't. Well, okay. It just feels really amazing when you get out. Also, my husband kind of pressures me into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's healthy. It's fine. Well, like it's good marriage. See, I broke my tailbone once because people like jumping off of a cliff. 
because people were like, oh, Sarah's going to do it. She'll do it. And then I had to do it. And so yeah. if my husband's like, you'll, you'll cold plunge with me, then I'm like, okay, well, now I have to. Well, I mean, it's not like you're going to say yes to just anybody. He is your husband. therapy. <laughs> I mean, well, I was just sitting here thinking about how I might exploit that part of our friendship. Do you I, already have. Hello. You already have. I may pressure you into adventures that you're not 100% comfortable with. Oh I'm very God. sorry. Forgive me. Gosh, but also keep coming with me. Okay. So tell me more about this cold plunging thing. Yeah. So, cold plunging. Like, I mean. How long are you in the water? How cold is it? Why? Why? I know. So currently the water is like 43 degrees. Um, and I go So into- it's in your pool. You go in your pool. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My pool. Um, okay. Don't pick like a random creek or anything. I mean, I guess you could, but I wouldn't do that. Um <laughs> Yeah, the water is 43 degrees, and we go in for about three minutes, and it – I don't know all the science things, guys. I just know it's really good for you. It my husband your, told me to. Yeah, my husband said so. Um, I know it boosts your metabolism, helps with inflammation, circulation. Um, it can even help your immune system because something about the lymph nodes. Science. I don't know. Oh, something no, about science, science. science thing. Okay, so – okay, so sciencey things. Sure, great. But how are you feeling? How long have you been doing it? And how do you feel like it's affecting you? I know this is not where you are going with your healthy rhythms, but I am invested. Um, Invested. Yeah, it just makes me feel more energized, more awake. I don't get sluggish. Um, I hope that it's boosting my metabolism. Oh, no. We'll see. (laughs) But um, And I really like – so this may sound weird, but I really like how it's a practice in self-discipline for me, like Mm. doing hard things and – staying in the water for three minutes because I'm not by nature very self-disciplined. Um, but we have to be disciplined in our relationship with the Lord and how we parent and all the things that God has given us to steward. We have to have self-discipline. So to me, that's a practice in self-discipline, just like hiking a hard mountain or sleeping on the ground. Yeah. Or- that's what I was going to say is that's a lot of what we say on Wild and Free Mama's trips is, you know, when you prove to yourself that you can do this difficult thing, it gives you a little bit more stick to when the yeah. Lord calls you into hard things in your real life. So you're just kind yeah. of extending that philosophy. I love that. Yeah. So what about you? Cool. What are your healthy rhythms? Well, I don't eat cheese, which is really terrible. I is hate that it. True, Morgan? Do you really not eat cheese? Or well, do you just I not try not to eat <laughs> Stop calling me out publicly. <laughs> no, I, I'm supposed to not eat cheese because it hurts my stomach. Dairy is not my it's not my friend anymore. I'm 35, and I guess at some point in your 30s, dairy just stops being your friend. Uh, this is new to me. I'm mad about it. But um but yeah, that's one thing <laughs> that keeps me healthier. Not eating things that hurt my stomach. I don't like going to bed with a stomach ache every night. But I do if I eat cheese. Isn't that tragic? That's terrible. Do you think – so you remember how Paul was talking about the thorn in his side? <laughs> do you think that there was that he couldn't eat cheese? I 100% It would not surprise me. I would definitely call not eating queso at a Mexican <laughs> restaurant a thorn in my side. The Lord is just testing you, Morgan. <laughs> sure is. It's okay. If Paul can do it, I can do it. It's fine. I mean, I can't do it, but I can try. You're trying. What else you um, can yeah. do him, right? Yeah, so going to the gym, um, I found my county has a really cheap gym. Like it's a very small weight room with just a few treadmills and stuff. Um, it's not anything fancy. But y'all, it's like $100 a year for wow. the year. That's so great. I've been going. It was great. 
and I love it. Um, so yeah, going to the gym, um, just to keep my body strong, trying to avoid the things that hurt my stomach, um, reading my Bible in the mornings, um, giving the Lord my first and not just the desperate God help us in the middle of a parenting (laughs) crisis. Um, those kind of things are healthy rhythms. I have to have structure in my life because if I don't build these systems in, I, I am terrible with self-discipline. Oh my goodness. We're quite the pair. <laughs> okay. So we're a bit of a mess. Right. So we've got our healthy um, rhythms, but what I'd like to talk about spiritual rhythms for a second and why they are important. Um, I think that they're so important for so many reasons, but um, one of them is that the enemy would try to lull us to sleep. Um, Paul tells the church in Ephesus to wake up sleepers, rise up. He says, pay careful attention to how you walk, making the most of your time. Psalms 90 says, teach us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And I think we have to be strategic in our spiritual life because our spiritual life is real life and it affects everything we do. I think that it's good and right to have a plan for our spiritual growth and anything that we feel God leading us to, right? We have to have a plan for it. Um, the Bible yeah. says that without vision, the people perish. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that. And I think I think what it's saying is that it's talking about the revelation of God's word and how that's what leads to peace with God and true soul rest. And um So there may be things that you feel like you want to accomplish or that God has called you to. We know there's things that God has called us to, but we have to strategize for those things. And I feel like that's something you and I, Morgan, are definitely working towards in 2024, strategizing for the things that we feel like God is leading us to. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are really what the spiritual rhythms and disciplines are about. But like, what does that look like for you personally? What do your spiritual disciplines look like and how do they affect you? Yeah. So I um, – okay. So I'll tell you a bit of a story. I'm going to answer your question with a story. Sorry. I'm I'm a talker. Um, so I started 2023 um, really strong. I, I finished my um, Read the Bible in a Year program um, in 2022, question mark. I don't really know. I, I, it took me like three years to finish the read the Bible in the year plan. So I don't know when I finished, but doing that plan really set me up, um, because it had me in the rhythm of reading my Bible every morning, which I feel like half the battle of spiritual discipline or self or any discipline really is just, is just implementing the habits. Right. Mm -hmm. So doing my Bible reading plan, even though it took me a few years to do it, it had me in my word every morning. Because it didn't take me a few years to do it because I'm a major slacker, which I can be by nature. But it was because I would I would read this section and I'd be really – I'd have to read it a few times to really feel like I understood it. Or I would read you know this passage over here and I'd want to read a few commentaries on it. And so it would take me a few extra days to get through. And so I had really established that. And, you know, sure, there are some slacker days. There's vacation and stuff like that. And – I, you guys know I have migraines a lot. So migraine days, I'd skip all that. But um, but it really set me up into going into 2023 with that strong habit of, um, of reading my Bible first thing. And like I said earlier, giving the Lord my first instead of just my desperate plea for help, mm-hmm. um, which the desperate plea for help is really important too. But I 
like I said, I need the structure. So I had I had started 2023 off really well. And then, of course, um, I told you about the gym, all these other physical disciplines. Um, but I was also listening to a couple sermons a week um, from a di- few different pastors. Of course, my own pastor on Sunday, but then a couple other pastors that I listened to, um, really consistently listening to those guys and, and making sure that I'm feeding myself um, good, deep, spiritual um, meat, really, because I, I want to grow. I don't want to be on milk forever, right? And then, you know, making sure that worship stays on my radio and that kind of stuff. Um, being vulnerable with uh, a friend that you, like a, what is that called, Sarah? Accountability mentor? Yeah, thank you. Like an accountability partner. That, that's the word. Um, I think that's a spiritual discipline because yeah. when we confess, um, it, it we are released from that sin's power in our life and we're able to, to grow there as well. So I had all of the structure set up around me. Um, going into the Wild and Free Mama season, I have to stay really plugged into my word as well because we do devotionals around the campfire. And last year, our trips were like three weeks apart. And so there was constant study and trying to make sure that I'm paying attention to what the Lord is saying to me so that we can share that with the women. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had just been really, really strong in this all year long. And then we got to the very end. I'm sorry. I'm a long, I'm very long-winded. We got to the end of the um, Wild and Free Mama season, our last trip in October. And I got home and I dropped everything. I dropped it all. I stopped reading my Bible every day. I stopped listening to worship music all the time. I stopped listening to these other pastors. Like I'm several months behind now on these sermons that I've been trying to keep up with. Um, I I got a little distant from you, Sarah, and I. you're my accountability partner. I got a little mm-hmm. distant from you um, because it's, I just, I was exhausted. I was so tired and I didn't have any energy left. I started eating a lot of cheese. I dropped everything, didn't go to the gym. <laughs> um, but what I saw, the fruit that came out of that, like falling away from the structure that I need um, is, it's, it's not good. I, I saw a lot of bitterness start to come out of my heart again, which is something I worked really hard to root out over the past year or so. Um, I I became much less generous of spirit, like um, like I'm seeing the worst in people instead of seeing the best. Like I am an encourager. That is like an, a spiritual gift of mine. I am an encourager, but y'all, if I'm not plugged into the heart of Jesus, it ain't pretty. I am not an encourager. I am seeing everybody at their worst. I'm very critical. Um, but I didn't, I couldn't see that that was a result of falling away from my structure and reading my Bible and everything until we started our Advent study with the kids at the oh. beginning of December. Yeah. Um, we've done the same one for like five years. I really love it. Maybe more than five years, maybe like seven years now. It's been a long time. I really love it. And um, I felt God start to woo me back as I was reading this Advent study to the kids, I felt him remind me of who he is of his character and how this great big rescue plan that he set up to save us from our sin that started at the beginning of time. Like that's not just a pretty story that I tell on stage to the kids at church or that I am reading to my kids in my living room. Like this is my rescue plan. Like God set up this whole rescue plan for Morgan. He set it up for Sarah. Like these, this is a personal God. And so um, he wooed me back and I got back into my Bible. And um, it's just shocking how fast I I made that turn. And now I'm back to 
Like I'm seeing the right fruit come out of my heart instead of all this negative, nasty stuff that I don't want to be a part of me. Um, so sorry, that was super long-winded. I don't know if that's what you were looking for, but that's what you got. No, that's great. I think, you know, when we stay plugged into the um, the spiritual disciplines, we are it, – it's, it's about surrender, Mm. And surrendering ourselves and our day to the Lord. And that's kind of what I hear you saying, that when we're not surrendered to the Lord, when we, we're not giving him our time and our focus and our surrender, then we are living for ourselves. We're not yeah. allowing his spirit to work through us and and um, and living the way he wants us to live. So I think that's yeah. really – that's a practical example. I think that's really amazing. Really um, one thing that you said that I think is – is good to highlight is that the structure of spiritual disciplines, it builds endurance. You know, like we may not always feel the Lord's presence or hear him, but when we, when we stay in his word and we come before him continually, whether we feel him or not, that's building endurance. And, um, is it Hebrews that talks about that? Like the spiritual endurance, because like life is not a sprint. It's a marathon and we have to, we have to, um, Build that muscle, like you say sometimes. Build That's that right. spiritual muscle. It's Hebrews. I think it's is it Hebrews six or is it Hebrews five? I want to. I want to see it. Hold mm. on. Hold, please. I think it's Hebrews five. Oh. I'm thinking Romans five. Y'all know I love this. I was just talking about this a, a few days ago, or maybe last podcast. Last podcast I don't remember what I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. Um. Just really briefly, uh, Romans five. Therefore, since we've been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we've also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering or, or discipline maybe mm -hmm. produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. God, I just love this chapter. It's my favorite chapter. Also, something you said kind of struck me as interesting that you just were tired at the end of the Wild and Free Mama season and you just kind of let everything fall away. Um, I think as we are strategic in our relationship with the Lord and growing and doing all the things he's called us to, I think it's really important to know what kind of tired we are like mm -hmm. if we know what kind of tired we are, then we can be intentional about finding rest in that area. Because sometimes, really you know, sometimes we're physically tired and we need to carve out time to physically rest. Yeah. Sometimes it's emotionally tired and we need to step away from a situation or, you know, a lot of times, let's be honest, we're spiritually tired and we need to just be in his presence and allow him to, to fill us up and give us that spiritual rest. So anyway – that's huge. I just thought that was interesting. That's cool. I love that. All right. So 2024, we're ready for you. <laughs> it's going to be great. Speaking we're going to rebuild this structure. What's that? I'm sorry. I said we're going we're gonna to stick to our structure this oh, year. Structured, yes. Um, all right. So speaking of 2024, Morgan, what are we doing next year? Let's talk about oh the schedule. Goodness. Do you want to talk about the schedule? Do you want to release the schedule? I'm I very do. excited about this. Oh my goodness. Okay. Guys, don't worry about writing this stuff down. We just want to put this on your radar. We are going to release this on all the socials and put it on the website and all the things very, very soon. But 
I'm going to let you know what we're doing in 2024. I'm so excited. Okay. Our first trip is going to be April 12th through 14th. And we are backpacking a section of the Appalachian Trail. I'm pumped. And if you don't have backpacking equipment, don't worry. We got you. Wild and Free Mamas just bought backpacking equipment. I'm super excited. Yes. So, And that will be a two-day trip. Yep. And it'll be that'll be opened up to six women. And then in May, May 17th through 19th, we're doing that treehouse and horses trip that we did this past year for the first time. That um, was a very different kind of trip. It was really, really fun. You should totally come. We're going to take 12 mamas to stay in the bougie uh, tree houses up in Tennessee and go horseback riding. Yes. It's going to be fun. And then we are doing a private trip in June. So that one will not be opened up to the public. Sorry, guys. Um, But back in July, July 13th and 14th, we will have a waterfall trek. So this is a really fun little um, trip where we go do a a super duper short rappel, like 20 feet. Like, don't get anxious about this. This is just them dropping you down a little cliff so that you have access to this riverbed and you kind of like gallivant through the stream and jump off of waterfalls and swim underneath a couple of waterfalls. Oh, it's so much fun. You, you love this. I feel like here. a kid. I love this. Sign up for this trip, y'all. This is the one that two our two leaders are gonna lead without us. So Yay! that's gonna be a lot of fun. That is gonna be and you're gonna stay in these really cool little lean to cabin situations. It's a very unique stay. You're gonna love that. And then July 27 and 28th, we are going rappelling, which you guys know I love rappelling, but this year we're going to do a different canyon. I'm pumped. This one's going to be tough. This one's going to be tough. So only sign up for this one if you are tough. You're going to love it though. It's going to be a great, great trip. And then the big drum roll. roll Okay. (laughs) August 30th through September 2nd, which is over Labor Day weekend. We are doing our out west trip. We're going to go to Zion National Park, y'all. I am so excited. We've never done a big trip before with Wild and Free Mamas. This is the first. It's going to be a blast. Sarah, are you excited about this one? I am so excited. This has been something we've dreamt about for several years now, like Mm -hmm. doing a big trip. And Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. We're going to make it happen. Me too. We're we're uh, applying for all the permits for all the hikes we want to do and all kinds of stuff. So y'all how come. Many, It'll be a how blast. many people are we taking on that one? We're gonna take eight mamas. Okay, yeah, eight. It's gonna be great. And then we are doing our last thing. This is a little bit different as well. October fifth, we are going to do a Wild and Free Mamas mini experience and fundraiser. Can you tell us about this one a little bit, Sarah? Yeah, so this is going to be a one-day Wild and Free Mama experience. It's kind of also going to be a fundraiser, so it's going to – it'll be a great opportunity to um, help raise money for our working budget. Um, but also, if you are someone that hasn't been able to come on a trip because you just can't do the overnight um, situations, then this would be a great opportunity for you to come and experience Wild and Free Mamas. We are going to meet at a campsite. And we're going to do a day hike, and then we're going to have um, dinner around the campfire, and we're going to do devos like we normally do, and then you'll be able to get home to your families in the evening. So I'm really excited yeah. about that. That's going to be a really fun one. Yeah. And something that is going to be a little bit different this year as well, guys, 
at once this is all up on the website, you'll you'll really be able to see what I'm talking about. But we're doing a difficulty scale on our trips this year so that you will have an idea of what you're signing up for. So our little difficulty scale, I mean, like if you've been skiing, you know, you know, you've got your uh, what is it? Is it green circles and then blue squares and black diamonds? That's the difficulty levels question mark because I haven't skied since I was like 12. <laughs> but I think that's it. We're going to do trees because, you know, our cute little Wabi Mama's logo. It's yeah. adorable. So we're going to do um, one tree, two tree, or three trees. So a one tree trip will be like the treehouse trip or um, that maybe not the waterfall trick, but the treehouse trip and the mini experience for sure are going to be one tree trips. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be easy peasy. You should totally come, especially if um, doing adventurous things makes you a little bit nervous. This is the trip for you because this is one where you will be able to grow your bra- your bravery. You'll, you'll be able to build up some courage and do what we're talking about, which is take that courage back into your everyday life and do the scary things that God's calling you to do. And then, uh, level two tree trip is going to be um, probably our waterfall trek because you've got that tiny little rappel um, and the backpacking trip, which I'm going to be honest with you. The backpacking trip, I almost put as a three tree trip. So that one's kind of like borderline because we're going to be hiking like 15, 17 miles. So I don't want you to sign up for the backpacking trip if you can't hike 15 or 17 miles over a couple of days. So I actually might change that one to a three tree trip. Yeah. I'll have to talk that. But anyway, and then our three tree trips that are already three tree trips are repelling and the out west trip. Those ones you don't want to sign up for unless you are positive that your body can keep up with your brain. So that means I know you think that you are really strong. And you know what? I totally believe you. But your body needs to be able to keep up with that. Um, because some of these are going to be like, I can't carry you out of the backcountry type trips. <laughs> yeah. So uh, make sure that if you're signing up for a three tree trip, you know that your body is capable of doing a three-tree trip. Yeah. So. I really love that we have something for everyone this year. Me too. Like, yeah. We have a good. And I love that we're able to communicate that better to people. Right. Like, hey, this is more of an entry-level trip. This is where you build your courage. Yeah. Three-tree trips, maybe not your first rodeo. Yeah. Something else that's different this year, um, you may have already heard us say, but we are going to be opening all the registrations at once. Um, That will happen mid-February. So we're just going to post the registrations and then you can sign up for the ones that you want to go on this year. You can do all of them. You can do one of them. We don't care. We want to see you. So definitely come. Um, (laughs) But if you are thinking about inviting a friend to come with you on a trip this year, make sure they know that we're opening them all at once. It's not going to be, you know, historically we've opened our trips six weeks before they start. So pay attention. They're all coming soon. It's going to be a great year. Thank you, mamas, for joining us. We just hope and pray that your hearts are postured towards what the Lord has for you this year because we are praying for you and we believe that God has so much for you this year. And we hope to see you on the trail and around the campfire. That's right. We'll talk Bye. To you soon. Bye. Bye.